Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yes, yes, people. Welcome to the Thanks for Trying podcast. And this is episode three of season two, series two, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I am your host, Corin, a.k.a. The Last Skeptic. This episode was recorded in Los Angeles, California in May 2018 with my two good friends, Beat Butcher, who just as this was recorded, he'd produced Salud for Beyonce and Jay-Z on their album, as well as a list of production credits for the likes of Rick Ross and Jada Kiss and Exhibit and all types of people and Mob Deep, come on, how could I forget? And Butcher's one of my oldest pals, so it's an honor to have him on. Alongside Nick Sager, one of the illest actors around who absolutely killed it in Queen of the South. If you haven't seen it, make sure you go watch every episode on Netflix right now. I hadn't seen it when I recorded this episode and since then I binged the fuck out of it. And trust me, it was worth it. There's 10 episodes in this season I'm going to be dropping every single week. So please hit me up as you're listening and you're loving the podcast and share it with your friends and tell me what you think should be under the patio. So hit me up and enjoy the podcast. Big up. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) We have drinks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, welcome to episode three of season two of the thanks for trying podcast recorded live hey, yeah. do, 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 do. from beverly hills <laughs> with my very special guests nick sager and the beat butcher so I, i'm just i'm gassed i'm gassed i'm in beverly hills for a start you know i'm just doing a little this is my monologue this is my jimmy fallon monologue get it man i grew up uh, watching clueless that was my shit Loved Clueless. I uh, grew up watching Beverly Hills 90210, the yeah. original series with Jason Priestley, uh, Dylan, whatever his real name was, uh, and Tiffany Amber Tyson. Thyson. No, that was Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I was or, was, was that Kelly Kapowski? <laughs> Kelly Kapowski and Scrooge. Oh, yeah. Zach, <laughs> Zach Morris, yeah. famous in Beverly Hills. Um, but it's just quite exciting to be here because I feel like constantly I'm in a movie. Yeah. Um, Nick, you've been here for quite some time. Yeah, but it's like 10 years now. 10 fucking years. And of course, you are a Brit. Hell yeah. Um, when did you come over here? Like, what, was the, what was the transition? I was, what, 21? I think it was 2009. 
growing up East London, I'd been there my whole life, never really mm. travelled. Then I just got the opportunity to, like, to come out here and start, you know, the acting career over here. And I, bro, I didn't even look back, man. I yeah. was like, yep. And just got out of there. What was the first thing you did uh, acting-wise out here? It was, uh, when I first come, I did like one, two commercials here and there, but it's probably, I had a small stint on NCIS Los Ooh. Angeles, yeah, which was Sick. my little opening to the, the world over here. Were you a corpse? No, <laughs> like, well, I, I almost became a corpse, but no, what? I was just, just this college dude kissing up on his girl at the start and then we get the security guard killed because he's chasing us and then they oh, put chloroform shit. on him. Yeah, it was one of those. Sick. One of those. I feel like if you make it through an episode of NCIS not dying. Yeah. And you, you know. Yeah, I thought they were going to bring me back, but I'm still waiting. But you still could be brought back. Yeah, so nine years later. Can, can <laughs> as a detective. From lips into solving crimes. Yeah, um, that's, that's the come up of all come ups. Wow. And so speaking of speaking of lips in, I mean, it has to be mentioned because I, I mean, I, I give you not shit for it because I'm just jealous, frankly. Um, you've been shooting a new a new film, uh, but I mean, it's probably probably be out by the time this, this podcast is out yeah. um, for Netflix. Uh with Vanessa Hutchins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheeky little Christmas number. What's it like working with uh, the the Hutchins? You know what? She She's wonderful, man. Honestly. Damn. So down to earth. Oh, yeah, I know. I never knew what to... Well, you never know what to expect with mm. anyone. People probably said the same thing, you know, if it was me. But she was so dope. So mm. down to earth. You know, so open, giving. She, she was blessed, man. She made that a, a real good experience. In Lithuania? Romania. Romania. One of the Anias. Anias. Yeah. WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now we're going there. Sick. WrestleMania in Romania. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I bumped into her once when I played Coachella and I went up to the bar and she was stood at the bar and I thought, oh, my God, this is my chance. This is my chance for Vanessa Hutchins. And I, and I went, I rolled up. And I was like, well, climb a soda, turned around and went, hey. And she looked at me and like, did Raised she, her eyebrows. Did you think you and were and walked away? Did you think you were Jason Statham? <laughs> yeah, I think that must have been it. No, you should have hit it with a line from Transport, man. That would have worked. I should have fucking done it, man. I should have done that. Um, so uh, Elliot Dubok, aka uh, oh god, here we go, fucking government name, the Beat Butcher. I mean, you know, it's difficult to talk to you because I've spoken to you nonstop for about fifteen years. <laughs> Um, but firstly, obviously, for on the record, you know, I say it because uh, I've been that cunt that introduces you and says this to everyone as I introduce you. Uh, you obviously produced the best song taken from uh, the Beyonce and Jay-Z record, Salute, which is just fucking amazing. So congratulations. Oh, shucks. The best. I don't, I don't know who is the best. So, yeah. Did I say best? Sorry. The most average. Uh. <laughs> No, it's a fucking best record. It's so sick. It's a banger. It's a banger. And um, so, yeah, so you, you've you've come out here. Yep. To LA. I've come out here fucking killing it. How has it been? You know, like, I know all the answers to these things, but I'm trying to do the interview. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got to pretend um, I don't know you. <laughs> I haven't known you for 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, how's, it, how's it been working with Americans, to be honest? Like, I mean, you know, I, I never really ask you about that. But. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, obviously it's been, I've been working with Americans for a long time, mm. like 10 years or something like that. Um, yeah, it's great. I mean, obviously, like, without sounding like a bitter guy, I, 
prefer working with Americans. Yeah. UK guys. I They're totally a lot more professional that. for yeah. some reason. I don't like things have probably changed since No, they haven't since changed. the UK hip hop days like No, it's all the same you know, stuff. But uh, <laughs> exactly the same. Um so what they you find that they're a lot more direct like in, in in conducting business or things lead to a lot more when you're working on hmm. you know, when you're working with your Rick Rosses or your fucking you know, your Beyonce and Jay Z's mm. or whatever. There's, there's more. You, you get more from it than. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to name any <laughs> names, but you know what I mean. You know, working <laughs> with whoever, like yeah. I may have worked with back in the yeah, day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. without trying to. You know, I, I'm not trying to get beef with anyone, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Of Obviously, with the kind of music that I make. But also, as well. do you feel more creative? Because I know about you, but like out here, I feel like I could do fucking anything I want. Yeah. And it's probably the same with acting. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot less judgment. In, I think your platform if you make music or any sort of art out here is bigger. Yeah. As much as there's more opportunities and stuff, there's also like just a bigger, you know, just a bigger screen. People are watching, mm. you know, more people are watching what you do. Mm-hmm. So there's more, more things that you could do mm-hmm. off of the back of what you, what you do. Do you know what I mean? So you do, do you do an American accent? Cause you're in Queen of the South as well. Yeah. Right. And I yeah. haven't seen it yet, but I've seen loads of people raving about it. Like crazy. Yeah. You know, it's, the mandem in the ends love it as well. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when you see it, though, you you know why. Because <laughs> I saw like Screw Fizzer, like he was talking about it yeah. the other day. He was like, "No, new season, I'm gas." You know what? Like, you know what's good about it? It's like we've seen many narco stories and and that mm. type of stuff, and they're still fresh. But this one is from the point of view of of females. Like, oh, it's not sick. done in a. It's not done in a. It's not really like a cheesy cliche. Yeah. Well, like it's it's real, and the yeah. two the two lead women are just. They're mad. You, you'll believe it. You'll believe it. Like it's so believable. Yeah. Because I, I only joined on the second season. I remember right. watching the first one just before I joined on. I was like, yo, these women are no joke. Mm. So it, it's nice and it's a fresh take because we haven't really seen anything yeah. like that. Usually it's, you know. It's always the background characters. Yeah, yeah. Like but that. this yeah. is nice to see them in the forefront and, and have made something that's believable. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's grounded in some sort of reality yeah like the Griselda Blanco and that because I only saw that that yeah. cocaine was hey, it yo, cocaine do, 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 do. <laughs> so you said Griselda so I'm yeah <laughs> I had to let off the shots yeah. <laughs> so yeah I, I don't know maybe it's loosely based around her but yeah, yeah definitely catch them vibes um, but Butch I wanted to so I, I wanted to talk to you more about production about process but then I realised that you have no interest in talking about that so I'm I not going to ask you I think everyone would just fucking find it boring as shit so I'm not going to ask oh, you so what well, there is a snare and a plug what I would ask you is like got no life what I wanted to ask which is more um, serious is about some of these legends that you've worked with that um, you know, what your experience. Obviously, you you were good friends with with Prodigy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what was he like when you first kind of met him? I mean, it was an interesting. I mean, the whole thing of meeting him was a kind of it was a very interesting time. I was like out in New York for the year, and me meeting Prodigy kind of happened by accident. So like, I had this night out drinking with one of my friends, and he was puking, and I had to. I was looking after him, like. Took, like went to the Bronx to drop him off, went to pay the cab. My passport was in the same sort of wallet thing. Left it on on the, um, it was like a truck type thing. Yeah. Left it on the back seat, closed the door. And like maybe two minutes after he, <laughs> after he left, I realized that it was on the back seat uh, and I was like, oh, ran after it, whatever. Anyway, so all my money was in there, all my cards and everything. Next day, um, I'm in Brooklyn I'm feeling mad, sorry for myself. And I bump into like 
a friend who I hadn't seen in like two years, um, a guy called Lord Nez, was just like, you know, like telling, explaining the story to him. And he was like, oh, I'm going to the infamous studios tonight. Um, yeah, Prodigy's been asking about you, like, like, come pass through. And I was like, I haven't got any money. Like, what are we going to do? And he's like, oh, don't worry. Um, I'm going to get a ride. And then, um, you know, like, if you need any food or anything, I've got my EBT card on me. So I was drinking yeah. beers off an EB, of EBT card no. the day that I bet it. But anyway, so I rolled into the studio. <laughs> and I, I'd let the time I'd been like, I networking via like MySpace and shit with pretty much I was trying to find Fucking any hell, so long ago man. yeah my space yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit. I'd like I'd been working with like every affiliate possible in the years before like anyway so I got I went mm. in there it was like I came home I was in the studio <laughs> like, it was like everyone was like yo people what's your yo place of bees <laughs> so I got the best like introduction to P ever uh, like sick. P was like oh yeah 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 word word I'm yeah god you feeling your shit and uh, he'd be like, I'd done some stuff with, um, like I'd done a whole tape with Yeo, or almost a whole uh, tape with Tony Yeo at the time called El Chapo. And um, he, like, he'd just come out of prison hmm. and he was like- He said work- some childhood heroes he's, right he now. Was work- like, he was working out to, this, up, to that Tony Yeo tape. I mean, his favorite one was, was one of the ones that I did. So he was Shut like, you know, oh, Perception is Everything. That's my favorite song. Probably about five minutes after that, played some beats and like the first three beats were like, we recorded all of them. Right. <laughs> that was like, became like a track called Dome Piece, a track called uh, Skull and Bones, and then another Skull track. and Bones is crazy, man. That's my favorite one. That's your favorite? Mm. Um, and then there was another track that actually never ended up making it because Banks don't record a track on it as well. Okay. So. Yeah, see, but that, man's mentioning my favorite rappers, man. Lloyd <laughs> Banks is my, I'm gas right now. Yeah, I've like, got a load of stuff with, with Banks, man. No, yeah, for real. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, honestly, he's my, that's like my favorite. That's my personal favorite rapper. Is it? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. what's your favorite uh, Banks? Uh, you know, it'd probably be one of his new ones. He just did a mixtape a couple years ago. Failure's no option. There's yeah, I was called, on that as yeah. well. I did tour, Shut the f- tour stories and. Uh, Bruh, yo, you guessing me up right yeah, yeah. now, cuz? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what records were on there, man. Yeah, you wish Paint was the sky. One of, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Paint the skies. Yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned Sean Price earlier as well, and like was was Sean Price a, a real um, like a, a entry to the scene? Because obviously he had your back quite a lot. You made some bangers with yeah, him. Yeah, he, he definitely was like the first cosign that was like really meant something. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Before that, I'd kind of worked with like other people, but they never really shouted me out like he did. Like when he was talking about doing Mike Tyson, and that was very highly anticipated. Like mm-hmm. he was shouting me out, and he was shouting V Don out, even though V Don wasn't eventually on it, mm-hmm. but. Like he was excited about the music we were making, you know what yeah. I mean? So again, first three beats I sent him were the ones that he like recorded. So it's crazy, isn't it? It's almost testament to the fact that you should never send out like thirty beats to a rapper because as long as you tailor make like three three bangers, I, bro. Do you know what it was? It was it, I think it's like what we were talking about earlier mm. is like you know it depends on what context you're getting introduced at in yeah. i got introduced via ph from from brooklyn academy rest, rest in, in peace, peace as well so yeah and pumpkinhead man he yeah he basically we did a track together and then that track was meant to be for pumpkinhead's project and pumpkinhead uh, like gave it to Sean Price cuz Sean Price loved it that much was like mm. oh, this is Mike Tyson this is Mike Tyson and that in- you know that introduction was was priceless like you mm-hmm. get, you know like me just sending beats to Sean Price he might have just like I don't know yeah, yeah. this is not as good but like having had that one track yeah. that like he really liked made him super open to the other ones yeah of course 
So, and then, you know, we ended up hanging out a lot. Well, I wouldn't say a lot, but we've definitely, we definitely hung out quite a bit over the years, like, you know, before he passed or whatever. And, you know, been up at his apartment in Brownsville, even before his, his daughter was born and that. And, uh, you know, day drinking, listening to mm. like currency and beats and all sorts yeah, of random yeah. shit. And then even like the late night 4am Brownsville like parties where like there's 20 guys in a, in the, in his kitchen and he's like listening, <laughs> listening to his verses and rewinding them and going, Ooh, I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know what I, mean? I imagine Sean Price to have been, you know, but like, yeah. he was always like one of my favorites yeah. purely because he was so fucking aggressive, man. And he had the Freddie Fo- Fox like kind of anger and and bars and like whatever whatever yeah, but it was. Hu- the humor I think was the also the thing, you know, part. like definitely yeah. had a lot of humor. I mean, he said some ridiculous things. Some he had, ridiculous he had, shit. He had, a, he had a bar on um, the Battery and Bars track that I did with him and PH, and he goes, uh, "I throw through pizza shop windows, mm-hmm. right? Pro- throws people through pizza shop windows." I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say that anyway. Yeah. Um, and he got any like first time he played me that he stopped it and was like, "Yo, I really did that." I can see him doing that. And he could have done like re- the comedy, like for sure. And of course, you you know you you worked a lot with Exhibit as well, like someone. You know, yeah, man, that that's he's part of the reason I'm out of here, man. You went fishing with Exhibit. I always I remember saw photos of that shit, and yeah, I was he loves his fishing. So man. jealous. Yeah, man. Well, Pete, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Exhibit's great dude, like. Yeah. If he messes with you, he really messes you. You know yeah. what I mean? So, ultra talented. Son, his son is dope too. Yeah. Trey, Trey Capital. When Prodigy passed last year, no? Yeah, last year. Yeah, that blew my mind, man, because he's sick or so. Right? My older brother has the same that, the same thing going on. So, when I saw that, because it was just out of the blue. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's sad, though, man. It, it hit yeah, me, though. Yeah. Like, I knew he was living his, he was living a good life. He was living his good life. He wasn't yeah. partying, really. He was, like, you know, eating healthy. He was working out. It hit home hard as well, because, like, I hadn't talked to him for. Well, I hadn't seen him for a minute, but I, you know, we talked a couple of times on text, like in the last year of, yeah. you know, before that. So it kind of made me feel like shit. I've got to make more of an effort mm. with people that I care yeah. about, and yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying, like people that have had like some sort of impact in my life or whatever. Mm. You know what I mean? Definitely, it definitely makes you reevaluate a lot mm-hmm. when you when you lose someone that, that you you're close to. Yeah, I mean the same shim, the same thing with 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 Sean really. I mean like we hadn't really talked for a bit. We kind of longed each other out on linking a few times and so I was just kind of like all right, well never mind. Mm-hmm. Whatever, we'll link up one day. Mm. None of this is like permanent, you know what I mean? Obviously no. We know we know that, but yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you kind of take it for granted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and people in there, you know, in the prime as well, you know, it's it's fucking frightening, man. We, we we were just talking about both of us were separately. All of us were talking about the Bourdain thing, mm-hmm. fucking, uh, and that like, even though I didn't know him, I'm a, an addict for his shows, and that shit yeah. is just fucking. It blew my mind, man. Like that, honestly, beyond food shows as well, isn't it? it was yeah, like beyond food ent- shows, entertaining, uh, you know, Political, on a cultural level. Yeah, yeah. like it, someone put it perfectly the other week. He. he he stood up for the the cuisines that had been othered by mm. Western white society, and by doing so, he stood up for the people that had been othered mm-hmm. because you know he stood up for their culture mm-hmm. and like the things that surrounded it. You know, he'd go to places that people you know would would think were horrible or dirty. You know, we were just watching the episode where he went to um, Ethiopia. And he's there just like, you know, showing you a side of Ethiopia that everyone just thinks is, yeah. is one way. Did you way. see the one where he was in Palestine? That was... Yeah, the, amazing. I, I really, I, I gained a lot of respect for him for that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like he's, he, you know, rest in peace, Bourdain. And let's, uh, let's, uh, something, no more something happier. 
certain more oh death. <laughs> wait, so you, what was your what was your first film? You're in Ill, wait, you're in Ill Manners, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that how you know Ed Scrizzle? Yeah, uh, yeah, Mr. Scrizzle, yeah, Scrine. Yeah, um, Ill Manners was the first. Yeah. What was that what was that 2013? It came out. That was mad though, because I I had auditioned for that at like 19. Moved to LA and then two years later. Hmm. they started to make the film. So I went back oh. to shoot it and that's, you know, where I met Ed and all yeah. those guys there, but crazy experience, but still one of the best of like, right. that film was amazing, man. I mean, you, shot you, had, you had all the lads, like you Yeah, I mean, it was literally shot you. in Forest Gate and I'm from Forest Gate. So it was, Fuck. even some of the cuts where they're running on Forest Gate High Street and then they pop yeah. out in Manor Park. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> I find that well, Amer- all American films piss me off for that yeah, shit, man. Yeah. They, they don't understand, you know. They they like they they go underground in like Finsbury Park and then like yeah, two and seconds Hillingdon. How did you even do that? Movie magic, man. That's the, that's the movie yeah, magic. Suspensive, uh, spend your disbelief in that. Yeah. But, um, but what was it like working with? Because you're you're good friends with Ben or Plan B. Yeah. Um, and what was it like working with him on his? I guess his. Not it wasn't his debut because he did the short before that, right? Yeah, so well, I mean, yeah, you're right. It wasn't he he'd done the short. This was his debut feature, but he mm. he shocked me, man. Like, I mean, his music is, you know, he's he's a damn genius at what he yeah. does. But when he was moving into film, I'm like, okay, we'll see how this goes. But he he knew exactly what he wanted, down to the writing, down to the directing. He was in the editing. I'm like, he's he's mm. a super talented dude, man. Yeah, yeah, man, and he was great as well because I mean. I got to work with my brother and then people you know from growing up like Ed and then he used so many local people in it. It, it was amazing, man. Real talk. Yeah. Yeah. You did you did a song with him as well back in the day. Yeah, yeah, with for MK's album. Plan B was grinding for a minute. I remember yeah. I was about 17 years old one time and I just I was friends with his brother Rupert. And we were close because we went to school and he was like, listen, come out, support my brother's show. It was in Shoreditch or something like that. That was the first time I saw him and he did stuff from the first album, like Kids, um, Charmaine and I was like, who the fuck is this guy, bro? Well, he lives in the ends. And this was, even after that, he still didn't blow for at least like another five, six Mm. years. Like his grind and persistence was mad. And he always had a little bit of the alternative thing about him because he had the guitar and he did, you know, he wanted to do something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. He always was saying, fuck you to everybody. His own label. It's like whoever whoever it was. It was like, and he kind of came out with a different visual. It wasn't like you know, oh, the no good video. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Oh, it was stop motion. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What I wanted to as well ask before the end of the first half of this uh, is because you're both. I mean, y- we've all had our own LA experiences uh, in one way or another. Um, Butch, I know you've been back and forth here through the years and now you're here permanently. I've been back and forth here through the years and, you know, Nick, now you, you've been here for a long fucking time. Um, <laughs> right in what, the bird. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what, uh, you guys have had, must have had some ridiculous LA actual, like, pro- moments where you turn around and go, fucking hell, that is so ridiculously, annoyingly LA. You know, like, I, I, which I, ones? <laughs> Right, I'll, I'll start it off. I was in my I was in my Uber Uber pool last a uh, couple of weeks ago because yeah. you know Uber pool is hilarious over here. And it's great, you know what I mean. Great way to meet women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. You have met quite a lot of women. Can we talk about that on on, on the podcast? Oh shit! I, yeah, good point. I, that, yeah, it's not. 
A lot of friends. Yeah, friends. A lot of friends. So I was in Liverpool and we were, I can't remember where we were driving, somewhere through Hollywood. I think it was down like, nearby Hollywood forever, like the cemetery. The, the, the traffic was bottlenecking on my on my side of the street and I could see up ahead there was like flashing lights. There was tons of fire engines, a couple ambulances and shit loads of fucking police, right? Cordoned off everything so it was all in one lane and we were moving at a snail's pace and I'm like, oh shit, must have been a shooting, man. Oh my God, like this is, there's so much police here, it's crazy. Middle of the day, bear in mind, maybe 1 p.m. We get past close and closer, you see it's a construction site, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge construction site and I see a crane in the distance like a fucking huge like ridiculous like building building site crane there and and as I get closer I slowly see there's there's a cop slowly climbing up the crane right which is fully erect I guess you'd call it a fully erect <laughs> crane he's climbing up it and at the top <laughs> on the what do you call it the fucking the, the claspy thing yeah. whatever the the mouth of the crane is mm. right um, the head, cuz. The head of the fully erect <laughs> crane. Crane, yeah. Uh, there was this guy, completely naked, sat on the end of the crane, just eating an apple. Yeah, I've seen it. Like, would be more LA if he was like eating a kale salad. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Good point. Good point. Uh, hold, holding his headshots. Yeah, I'm holding his headshots. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, proper, that's proper real. Um, Nick, I'm guessing you've had a lot in the acting world. Yeah. You know it mostly comes like there's a whole there's a weird dynamic here. There's like the I feel like the people who are from outside who come here yeah. come and get gassed in the whole LA thing. Yeah. But the people that actually live here, it doesn't phase them. But I feel like there, there's a, this weird thing where you can get lost in this the bubble and cloud that yeah. LA does have. Hmm. But most experience I had with with just yeah, those type of so females, of yeah, females. females. The, the other day, it was only out the other day, man. This girl, so she come over, <laughs> didn't say a word, nothing. Yeah. I'd seen her earlier. I'm like, oh, she's cute. Next minute, she comes over now and she's walking towards us. She's with two of her girls. They get to the bar and she just turns and goes, "Oh my god, it's my girl's birthday. Would you want to buy her a drink?" I was like, "What?" I what? Excuse me? Yeah. Like, and then my boy went straight to his phone because he was like, fuck that shit, I'm boy. And she was like, <laughs> oh, because your phone is so more important. That's what? literally what she said. No. And I was like, wait, you, you just basically begged for a drink for your brethren. Like, it's her birthday. You know her. Buy her the damn drink. Like, what's that got to do with us? Yeah. Like, maybe if we had a couple minutes conversation, yeah, we would have offered a drink. She literally just walked up and was like, so you're going to buy her a drink? What? Yeah, crazy. That part of it, I'm like, oh, there, there's man. that element to it, and then there's like, Fuck I feel like LA is the craziest yin and yang. There's 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 a lot of like mad entitlement that I think comes from moving to LA. Like, you know, I was te I told you the story the other day. I probably mentioned it to you, but I was at a party with a female friend of mine that, like, you know, just totally my my mate. Like, I was out with my mate and you know, this A&R from like some major label just came across and she goes, oh, this guy is a bit of a dick, man. He's going to be weird with me. I can tell, I can tell like, you know, so he just ignored her and, and just came over to me and like put his hand on me and was like, oh man, you smashing tonight, bro, about my mate. And I just like lost my shit, man. I was like, bruv. And I was like, I just got so upset 
that he was so like the oh, mad man. entitled you've got to get used to that it's, I don't think that's just an LA thing I think it's just like, it's just an industry a and are yeah, fucking cunts a and for the most part are, are bastards major label people are cunts and the thing is like now I've got to that yeah. stage where I really don't give a shit if I say it on a podcast or if I say it in public or to yeah. an A&R yeah, but because I'm like I'm not but bro they don't make it let's, let's just be honest like most A&Rs don't make really make it happen there's a few that are really the people that yeah. are like they make cocaine happen that's what they do the, like or oh, no sorry they steal cocaine bro I had I had a I was, I was at a studio session you know like the A&R name will name nameless but this guy was also from Europe and it was like, and he, I, I, he was like, oh, I hear a, I heard, I hear a, uh, I'm not going to do the accent because otherwise it'd be obvious who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, this, oh, I hear an, a, um, an English accent. Like, uh, so how are you out here? And I was like, yeah, I got my, my, my EB1 green card or whatever. And he argued with me for like 10 minutes that I didn't have a green card and that I had an, a visa. And I was like, no, mate, I've definitely got the green card. It took me like fucking a lot to get it. He's like, no, 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 you don't have it. And then like when I showed him the actual thing itself, then he like turned back facing me and then talked to the other guy that was in the session for the rest of the time. What a fucking prick, man. (laughs) I was like... I've got nothing to prove to you just because yeah. you ain't heard of me don't mean that you know no. what I'm saying I was like what the f- I don't yeah, understand I, I don't know I, swear, I think People it's just strange because of the illusion that LA puts out there mm. as well as attracting some real talented dope mm-hmm. fucking artists it attracts some some shit too. Yeah. 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 I think I think the people that come here for the gas that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. There are people that really do come here for yeah. the yeah. whole like facade of everything yeah. mm. and they think that the facade shit is really real you yeah. know what I mean I'm yeah. like you know that's really popping this isn't mm. you know what you do isn't mm. really popping because you don't like you know what I mean yeah. I ain't heard of you how yeah. could you be yeah. you know what yeah. I mean like, yeah. Yeah. that's why it's so important in LA to find people that are just regular people yeah. that are just safe that, as that was the hardest part mm. about moving here yeah was those first two years was finding I feel like there are set. a lot of real people out yeah, here yeah no it is because eventually after being there a while now I got a good you know, I got a good few people who. Did, did yeah. you move here without knowing anybody? In yeah, LA? no, I moved. Oh, I, right. I didn't know oh, anyone. Right. So at first, I was like, "That's fucking brave as well, man." Yeah, That's yeah, mad brave to do. It, that. I mean, it. Well, I always kind of weird. It was weird, man. I always, for some reason, just had this thing about LA. Even before I knew I was going to do acting, mm. I remember being a kid and watching movies and being like, "Crip walking." Yeah, no, <laughs> but you know, you know the still die video. The, yeah, the, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, "Yo." If I ever go to America, that's my city. I don't know yeah. why, but I just, I knew that was my city. Because I had friends and they were yeah. all New York. Every of them was like, nah, nah, East Coast, East Coast. I was like, nah, once I saw them bouncing rides and the, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Same, man. Nine, Same. five plus four pennies. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that's my city, man. <laughs> yeah, there, there is, the, I think you're totally right. Like more than what I would joked about at the beginning, the 90210 and all that. Like it was more listening to DJ Quick, Battle Cat, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, I was chatting to you about Fred Reck earlier, like all of the West Coast like originators. I mean, I always, I always liked West Coast hip hop, but at the same time, bro, like I'll be honest, I, I definitely what it wasn't somewhere that I wanted to move until mm-hmm. I actually first came out here yeah. on a trip, yeah, like uh, on a on a business trip, and then like I was like, nah, this is way better than New York for me, yeah. way better than like because that was the other option was yeah. like I'll move to New York. I, my, my most of my network was over there, yeah. 
but I don't know, like all the stuff that I managed to do in that like week and a half that I was here, like mm -hmm. literally I would meet people that were like way beyond what I'd already done mm -hmm. and they'd be cool to just link tomorrow. Like yeah. they just want to link tomorrow and they'd actually stick to it. Yeah, yeah they would. Whereas like, you this, know, this in New York, like, people are like, yeah, 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 go off, word up. And then like, you know, like. That's my problem with Aye, London. Aye, son. Aye, son, word up, aye. That's, that's my problem with London is that people in London get get the impression, you know, DJs, producers, rappers, whoever it is, they get the, the idea in their head who've, who they think you are, what kind of music you make, mm. what kind of thing you do. And that is it. It's, it's game, that is it in, in I mean let's head. be let's be honest, as, a, as like Brits in, in LA, it's definitely a, it's a, it's a good thing because for some reason, like people in California think that British people are like yeah. intelligent or something. Yeah. I don't know. Got, got to thank our hometown for that. They, yeah, yeah, I don't know what yeah. that UK did, but yeah. Yeah. around the world, magic dust. I know, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Fantastic, man. Yeah, man. Shit, shit, average in yeah. fucking London. <laughs> That's the same. You go back, and I'm like, oh shit, just back to normal. I'm yeah. a London five. I'm an LA yeah. nine. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not, not mad at that. Yeah. Like so our our humour is like we can. One time, me and my boy was arguing. He's from England, and we was yeah. like, we was ripping each other like real deep. Mm. But it was casual. Like mm. no one was getting their feelings. Like, and my boy who was standing there, American guy, was like, "Oh, yo, yo, calm down, man. Like, yeah. Yo, that's, you shouldn't be saying that shit, man. Like yeah. y'all are friends and all of that." And I was like, yeah. "No, man, this is just banter." Cause like he gets that in the morning, evening, and afternoon. He loves it. Yeah. He it, it was like, yeah, he it was weird. But it. I would see his face like we would say something real bad, and he'd be like. Yeah. I'm like, nah, yeah. man, it's a regular Tuesday, bro. It's cool. He fucking loves it, that slag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All that type of stuff. Slag. He fucking loves it. I find that the, the word cunt over here is, is oh, so it's so beautifully powerful, but not just because the usual thing that, you know, sure, everyone is frightened by that word, but then also the other side of it, when people over here embrace the word cunt, it's still not an average thing for them to say or, or be around. So they'll be like, oh, I love it when people say the word cunt. It's my favorite word. <laughs> oh my God. I love how Brits just say it all fruit. of the time. You sound fruit. like you're Irish or something, yeah. bro. What, what accent is that? Oh, there. I love it in, in LA when you say it. <laughs> I the love you. Cunt. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love you, cunt. Oh, the cunt. I hear a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a fucking fantastic. It, word. I didn't even know cunt meant a woman's fucking. You didn't private. know no, way. until I moved here. I just what? thought cunt was what you call your boy when you love porn? him. Nah, <laughs> you just thought it was. A I just thought you say your boy when you love him. Have you never cunt. watched yeah, fake yeah. cop or fake taxi? This is like basically no, fun of it. No. <laughs> no, I, was, I was more on the back. You fucking <laughs> little cunt. You love it in your cunt, you slag. <laughs> Yeah, I had, I had no idea. Fake taxi. No idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, the great. American version is Bang Bus. Bang Bus. Bus. They, do they still even film Bang Bus? And yeah, if they, I think do, they do, where are they filming it? Yeah. Um, uh, actually, Florida. <laughs> Florida, <laughs> yeah. Florida. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think that's a perfect opportunity to take the... The, uh, I, I always say tradition. It's not a tradition. It's just the reality of the piss break. Um, the reality. The yeah. halftime piss break uh, before we come back and half do, time. do the shot. Get the oranges out. Get the oranges out. Right. <sighs> Stress. It's so, look, I've I got to say, because like, it, it, podcasts are, are a moment in time. Checking your emails while you're doing no, this. No, I've got something better, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a, so, uh, yeah, and also I'm checking my emails. Um, <laughs> Is that, is that an email from Buster Rhymes? Hey, okay. What me and Buster do in our own time is not even <laughs> <a> business. Okay. <laughs> 
it's a little bit of an event. It'd be really hard to read an email from Buster Rhymes. Um, just so many words. I don't know. Um, I think he writes okay. his emails like that. He does. One hundred percent, he does. Welcome back to the Thanks for Trying podcast, episode three of season two. And well, I wanted—I just have to let people know the context. I feel like podcasts. You know, this—they're a moment in time. It captures a moment. And I'll Cod be very pasts. honest with you. In Los Angeles Cod right pasts. now, just in case you thought this was Los Angeles near uh, Durham, it's not. We're in Los Angeles, California. Wait, there's one in. He's lying. It's Beverly Hills near Norwich. It's, Be- it's, it's Beverly Shut Hills up. near Norwich. There's a heat wave, uh, and it's fucking hot, man. It's not yeah. like your bullshit English heat wave that I'm really jealous. I'm not there Ooh. for right now, so I'm taking it out and, and taking the piss. We have baby. Um, it's, it's like 56 degrees. So anyway, so what like we do is a tradition. <laughs> we're gonna we got a tradition Ooh. on the Thanks for Trying podcast of having. Uh, I just spilled it. Yeah. Uh, a little, just a tiny. It's only a little hot. It's a little baby oh, half really, shot. You didn't see me go to the toilet. Then I was swaying, cuz. Cheese. You're about to be Jeez. swaying more. Yeah. Uh, so oh, here's here's the tradition. That's what you get for working out, bro. Cheers to bro. the heat wave. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cheers, yeah, cheers, 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 yeah. cheers, boys. Here we go. Oh man, it's oh. only tiny. It's only fucking tiny, mate. All right. That's what she said. <laughs> it's the motion in the ocean. It's the you know what I mean? It's exactly. Uh, it's not my fault. Oh yeah, so my I, can, I can lend you a pair of tweezers if you want. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, sure. um, what, I re- what I really need is one of those people that can write uh, my name on a grain of rice. Maybe they could help me Woo! ejaculate. Um, so what I would say, uh, <laughs> so what I would say, I wanted to say before we go into, which I'm really excited about, I'm not actually, it was all a ruse. I wasn't really checking my emails. So I was actually getting up my segments. Oh, the segment. The segments. Mm. I'll type the segments. Yeah. Before then, it's because we he mentioned offhand, it's like all the exercise, all those things you do, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said that really, really like I was angry. Nick. Um, but Nick. I saw you like drop kicking, like you just, I saw you fly kicking on Instagram the other day, <laughs> like, as you do. What? I mean, that's just frightening, man. What the fuck? So wait, you're saying what you, you, you do martial arts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind? Taekwondo, but I just a couple of years I've been doing a bit of Muay Thai. Oh my god! Yeah, you know what? It was when I moved there though. It was you had to fill your day with time with stuff to like, otherwise you'd go insane. Yeah. So I had moved there at first and thinking. I remember leaving the ends and I was like, "Boy, it's gonna be two months. I'm gonna be Will Smith." Mm. Cut to like a year later and it was like nothing was going on. Yeah. So it was actually my dad who was like, "Go in there and you know just give yourself something to do." And I mm. just fell in love with it, man. Like. I feel like in acting a bit more, like you can write your stuff and that, but you're always kind of waiting for, especially starting out, waiting for someone else to give you the Oh, the 100%. Start. It's the same in music. Yeah. So with, with the if martial arts, it was it yeah. was nice to, something you can take into your own hands. Mm. And, and the more you trained and the more you went in, the quicker you would see progress and yeah. you could really, it was something that you was in a bit more in control of. So yeah. it was a nice balance from just auditions and nothing happening to going yeah. in and being like, okay, I got my black belt. Okay, now I'm going to go it's for this. And yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and you can see well. it too, yeah. which is nice because sometimes I feel like it's, with acting, I'm not sure about what it's like with music, but with acting, I feel like it's hard to gauge progression as much when you haven't, before you book that thing yeah. that really shows. For, for me, it's, yeah, progression 100% purpose is a big thing that I struggle with on a mm-hmm. daily basis being mm-hmm. a musician. You know, I, 
I, I think, what am I actually doing today? What is my reason for being here? You know, because yeah, yeah. there's no structure. You don't have a nine to five. You don't have like projects that then when you succeed in them, you might get a promotion. You don't get any of that shit that people yeah. might get on a day to day. You don't get a guaranteed check. But more and more, I, I think that the check is not even part of the issue I think, here. I because think it's harder for artists as well because we there's like a quick a cookie cut of version of life that's mm. been made for everyone which is like more so the nine to five and mm. that style there's nothing for really an artist so there's like this yeah, way of being no, like you know you graduate yeah. school and you go to university and then you yeah. get a job and then you work till you get a family and you have retirement yeah. whereas artists are like a whole different type of people and that regime doesn't fit us so no. i was falling in the same trap of like oh i only I only worked for an hour today and then I'd feel mm. shit about myself because yep, I'm like, oh, you know, society says you should work nine to five. And, yeah. and then I started to realize, I'm like, they're trying to put everyone in this one box mm. when humans are like, there's so yeah. many different styles and different cultures and different people yeah. that there is no damn one way to live life. And it's also like, happiness and fulfillment is just so much more than yeah. anything else. And this, yeah. this is what we were talking about, Bourdain, you know, with, you know, you had Kate Spade, you have Robin Williams, you have all these people mm -hmm. that have all of the money, but not just all of the money, all of the success, mm -hmm. you know, you could ever imagine doing everything in their wildest dreams that they could, you know, they could go to a TV network or a fashion company or whoever it is yeah. and just get whatever they want to do creatively and yeah. it's fine. So the more I see stuff like that happening and these people still commit suicide, you, you start to think, you know what, actually feeling like you uh, I mean, are succeeding in your in your day, in yourself is so much more important yeah, and feeling like you yeah. have purpose and, yeah. and you've got, you're part you've, of something. You've got to pick, I mean, it's, you've got to pick what you do wisely. I think, you know, you have to find mm -hmm. that balance mm -hmm. of like, all right, cool. What's going to pay me versus what's, what am I really enjoying? Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and, and also what's going to sell me as well. Like you said, yeah. and, and there's no handbook for, for what yeah. we do. So it can yeah. be a daunting thing, kind of mm -hmm. diving in the deep end. And, but really the only way to, to like get to it is just to just do dive that. Dive in the deep end. Yeah. And then it's you have to find your balance yourself. And some people don't ever find yeah, it. No, they no. like catch a little break and then they ride a wave that maybe isn't honest to, to themselves or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. I think I feel like that's one good thing about me at my age. Like I'm 36 and like, it's taken me a long time to get to where I'm at. Yeah. And you don't look a day over 35. Which yeah, is definitely don't look a day over 40, 46. Mm. So 46, yeah. that's a beautiful look. I mean, in terms of like, that's a good thing about like mm. doing things like at a later age, maybe a bit more balanced because you've been mm. through things. Yeah. For instance, like hearing stories from certain artists that I've known in the past that have like, you know, I can only imagine the same for actors like that yeah. have like, you know, when they start like getting big roles at 19 or like, you know, they get lost in it. And yep. I think that's what yep. we're talk talking yep. about, about that, like, you know, the, the, like the gas. Yep. Yep. Like they get lost in the gas, they get yep. lost in the source, you know what I mean? Yeah, and they yeah, just yeah. end up, they never, they never end up developing functional personalities. Yeah, they yeah. just forever, they're like these sport children that. No, I definitely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't grow up. Because I remember when, when I had moved out here, I was, what, 21. And I was just not mm. not in a in a cocky way, but I just had a confidence that I was like, I know I'm going to do this. I know it's going to happen. But I thought it was going to be a lot sooner. Yeah. But now that it, I really only got my first job that I could say, okay, I'm going to live off this for the next year, two years at 28. Mm. But I'm so thankful that good. it happened yeah. then because yeah. if it would have happened at 20, my mind wasn't just, it just wasn't no. ready. No, you'd Macaulay Culkin yourself. Yeah, no, I would have. And then yeah. it was like, you just, I developed this whole other, I wasn't scared of failure anymore. Mm. Like it was more of an invitation to work harder or find another avenue or find another dynamic, which yeah. 
now that I'm this age and, and things are taking off, like now I'm not scared of those things. Whereas Certainly. at 21, yeah. it was you a bit- You find your balance yeah, in other yeah. ways. It's not like you're not finding, trying to find validation in yeah. being hot. Mm-hmm. And that's like, then that, then that's your validation. And the minute that isn't there anymore, like yeah. you basically like go on a decline. And I feel like that's basically the problem with a lot of, you know, whenever you see certain people like have massive problems, mm-hmm. like with drug problems and yeah, that kind yeah. of thing, it's because they haven't found their balance. I mean, don't get it twisted. I like to have a little drink. So I know that yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. you know, I know that's my we, we dabble we dabble yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> I like to rub catnip into my eyes <laughs> me too yeah yeah yeah. I like to um, just half asbestos a few times great like times a week great yeah Pez is a drug right yeah yeah Pez yeah, yeah. yeah. addicted um, well more more important than all of all of everything we've said today and to be honest more important than anything anyone's ever said in life is my segments mm-hmm. more important than the Ten Commandments <laughs> I've got my first segment. (laughs) So for people that don't know, uh, I mean, this is episode three now. So new listeners, old listeners, uh, casual listeners, in fact, people are just walking by and someone's just left it on accidentally on shuffle. This is called Under the Patio, Mm -hmm. uh, the name of my mixtape that who knows when this will come out. It might be old by then. It might have just come out the month before. It might. Who knows? Just listen to the mixtape. I don't give a fuck. It might come out Christmas. It might come out in 2020. I don't give a shit. Sick. It was still bang. That's the most important bit of it. Yeah. Under the Patio out now. This segment's called Under the Patio. I will suggest to you... 20 Gabba tracks. 20 large, hard... Gabba tracks. Erect Gabba tracks. <laughs> I'm going to suggest to you, my two uh, intrepid guests, uh, a, a number of scenarios, a number of types of people. And you will tell me the, the type of capital punishment or not the type of punishment you think these people should get for their crimes whether they deserve just a slap on the wrist a mere pathetic slap on the wrist or whether they deserve off to be with their head off with their head <laughs> or to be buried under the patio brookside style <laughs> okay Bro, here we go brookside things yo that was my here we go I got, I, got, I got a few here okay I'll start with a nice and easy one people that shop in the M&M store what do you think about them <laughs> Who, they got who goes in there? Who go? What do? What are you buying in there? If you want to pack an M and M's, you go to the so fucking news agent, right? Coconut, um, coconut M and M's. You can't even get. Look, I went in there once. You can't actually buy international flavors of M and M's in mm. there. So what is the point of going in there? Were you buying memorabilia? This isn't Disneyland. <laughs> what are you buying? I see. Be, I see bare people with bags. So what are they doing in there? What are you looking for when you go in the M and M store? M and M's. What are you finding when you come out? M and M's. Probably. I don't think they find anything. Chocolately M and M's. Chocolately. Yeah. Chocolately. 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 I don't know what accent. Even you, chocolately. Is that? What's the? This is a nice simple. What, what, mm. what is the punishment for people that support this? Infrastructure, this ecosystem of the M M&M and M store. What, what is it, you know? I feel like I would, I would put them under the patio straight away. But you know, I'm not as a nicer man as some people. I th- maybe in between. Okay, a couple of weeks on remand or something. Okay, cool. 
It's a jail. Yeah, just right, yeah, a good, taste a good it for a couple of weeks. If you come out and you still want to go to the M&M store. <laughs> no, I think they should send them straight to Felt's <laughs> where they should get death by M&M's by the inmates yeah, like from Chinese, Felt's. Chinese water torture with yeah, just yeah. drop Chinese, M&M's on yeah. their foreheads. Into yeah. their eyes. Chinese water torture but with melted M&M's. Yes. For, forced to have M&M's in their <laughs> eyes. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm getting eyes. really angry about this. Why would you go to the m I don't understand. People are buying like I don't even know, I know that was a thing. Well, Skitt- M&M Skittles is the huge Skittles has got the same vibe. There's one in New York as well. Skittles ain't got a shop. Well, they've got like when I came over here, there was just flavors on flavors on flavors. And for me, I was like, all right, yeah, just because okay. the packaging not, looks similar doesn't yeah, yeah. mean that they've got. But then I, then I got a boy who's obsessed with the. I damn. don't. I don't mind the different flavors. I used yeah. to be like you know a snack addict. So far, that are I, there even any different flavors of fucking. M&M. There's so many. They're Come on, man. Flavor. I mean, I know they got like pretzel, coffee and nut. They got all sorts, man. There's amazing. There's amazing flavors. There's birthday cake flavor. You want to bust that coffee nut? <laughs> <laughs> there's many erect flavors of M and M's that I fucking love. Like, look, I've got not got a problem with good flavors, different flavors of snacks. Like, I like going into shops and trying all the newest shit. I started a Tumblr once that was called Snacks Deductible and I was just putting up all the different pictures of snacks from around the world in different flavors. That is not my problem. My problem is the fact that they've made an entire storefront mm-hmm. filled with what exactly? I don't even know. Here's the next one, okay. Okay. <sighs> okay, let's just go on to something a little bit, uh, a bit more tough. People. 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 Under the patio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Under the patio. Oh, that's a nice easy one. Then. Yeah. Uh, all right, people who don't tell you that you've got some shit in your teeth. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> no, that's fucked up. Well, uh, I feel like I've constantly got shit in my teeth. So actual shit. Actual yeah, yeah. I mean, entire turds. Wait, it, 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 I don't know. That's a weird one. If I've been I'd talking to you for about an hour and yeah. then I go away and look and be like, this motherfucker didn't yeah, tell me yeah, nothing. Yeah. But if if it was a two minutes in passing, then I might let you off. Yeah, yeah. If it's yeah. dark, maybe. Yeah. Throw okay. them in a bonfire. A bonfire. Probably, yeah. That's a good one. And then so they have the, fork. Okay. They have the opportunity to escape if you throw them in the bonfire. So they could just no, get no, but it'd be second like, degree. Well, well I suppose it's the bonfire. same with bats in the cave, you know, a little stray booger in the nose is the True. same. True. And I ain't even gonna lie, I've let a few of those slip. Yeah. <laughs> I've let a few of those get out into the world yeah, without yeah, saying yeah. anything. That, that is understandable. There's an also a, a bit of a, you know, it's a social etiquette. How do you, how do you tell someone, especially someone you Yo, don't fam, know. you got some shit in your teeth, cuz. <laughs> hey, bro, your teeth are looking magical. You missing a tooth, bro. Looks yeah. like a leprechaun's taking a shit in your mouth, bro. Like, what's going on? Like, how do you, yeah. how do you, you approach that? In <laughs> the, or, yeah, or those, those people who, who get yeah. it for you. Yeah. You put your is, finger those can go under the patio. In a stranger's <laughs> seat. The ones who get up in your what, nose. People <laughs> who put <laughs> their finger in your mouth when you've just met them. <laughs> Did oh, even yeah. your mums <laughs> ever do the thing where they where she spat on the tissue if yeah. you had anything on your face? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, uh, Bro, I used to want to put her under the patio when she did that. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. My mum spitting on a fucking tissue and then taking it off. because it's warm. Oh, bro, oh it's disgusting. God, and then you've got the smell of the spit. Oh, bro, it's disgusting. The smell of the spit on your face, caked. Yeah. In fact. Shout out to, to Mumsy Butcher, though. Shout out yeah. to Mum's <laughs> Butcher. Okay, all right. <laughs> Linda Valley the Don. Uh, this 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 is a this very quick one, very easy one, very, super super easy, super casual. In fact, for the casual listeners the walking past while their friends have it on shuffle. Okay. <laughs> the people, um, the people who work at Apple that made it. Really easy to accidentally click video call on WhatsApp 
or and so hard to immediately cancel it under the patio. Under the patio, ASAP. straight away. Patio. Why would you? Maybe do a that? firing line. Yeah, like, that is a firing line situation. What? Yeah. And then pushed off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, a firing line off a cliff, and then you know um, with like some really sharp, sharp yeah, rocks. Yeah, yeah. And then and then you should then on their phone accidentally click <laughs> video call. Yeah. using their dying <laughs> yeah. their dying hand yeah. and use it to accidentally click vi- video call. video call them falling down the, the cliff so all yeah. of their friends I don't know I reckon them. they did that deliberately though you think yeah. so sometimes a group, like, group pocket dial FaceTime a person and it's like what the f- you can make this just a little more make it more difficult yeah like maybe click an extra screen to get to yeah. FaceTime and also are you sure you want to do this mm-hmm. are you sure because who really wants to FaceTime like I don't trust anyone that wants to FaceTime me. Especially all the time. If you don't... No. Yeah. No. I'm not about that. I don't want to see... I barely want... I said this on the last podcast. I barely want to talk to anyone on the phone. Precisely. I said this on the last episode that I would happily have a phone that had no call function. Yeah. I don't ever want to talk to anyone on the phone. me too. But then it's also just as annoying people constantly texting you as well. True, true. We sound like such we sound like such grumpy fucks. No, that's no, fine. No, this is the like, point. I'd this is much the point rather of to actually hang out with somebody. Like I'd much rather like have small conversations, tiny ones on text, teeny like, tiny, tiny like few lines. Do you want to hang out next week? Yeah, cool. Yep. Mm. Then we see each other in person, and then we don't have thousands of text conversations. Yep, and yep, then yep. the next time we see each other, we talk properly. Yeah, like me, you don't like do these long no. conversations, do we? So What's the point? Exactly. I'd rather see you in person. Yeah, exactly. Are you okay? Yeah, you haven't yeah. died. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Is your is your foot still uh, got gangrene? Still got the gangrene. Has, cool. Has your has your mum still been flying kites? Yeah, kind still of? still picking the the, the things <laughs> off your face with the with the, with the wet tissue, the spitty, the spitty, the spitty, spitty right. fucking yeah, yeah, sure, cool. Find everything's normal then. Yeah, Good. Great, okay, Good. okay, that was a short little teeny weeny, teeny weeny, teeny weeny one. All right, we'll do we'll do one more. We'll do one more. Um, uh, okay, well, actually, you know what? Maybe two more. Oh shit, two more. This one, this one's maybe maybe it's a bit. I don't know if it's a bit. I'll tell I'll tell you. Uh, hey, the, the preamble, the preamble. Okay, I was I was on a flight. I was on a flight here, uh, <laughs> and all I could hear, yeah, was this: this two people sat next to each other, and this woman was talking to the man. Uh, she she was talking to him about how she made this blog, right, for for date nights for couples where they could go, all of this stuff. Okay, that's, that sounds really nice. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, that's really a pleasant thing to have made, right? But she spoke to about it for the whole of the three hour flight, right? The entire of the flight. I never heard his voice once. Matter of fact, I never saw him leave the flight. So did he actually survive the conversation? <laughs> I don't know. So the question to you is, people that sit next to you on the plane and talk. Under the patio, hung drawn a cord, slammed against the wall. <laughs> brain, brain shot out. All of that shit. I'm all of that's the worst. Hollowed out. I want to eat breakfast Bro, out of their, their, their brain. Their brain. I come on with my headphones. With the headphones on. Oh, what if someone? I'm a perpetrator you. of this. Yeah, so I talk they, to people all the, the time. Then they get the one ear. They get the one ear. Excuse the solo, me. What's sorry. up? Uh, okay, cool. Sorry, yeah. I don't speak English, mate. Yeah, no. Sorry. I'm a perpetrator. I'm you the guys worst. kill me. Like I'm, I'm the worst. I actually talk to people. It depends. If okay. somebody looks like, oh, it might be somebody I might talk to. Or if I'm in a fucking middle seat, that's the worst yeah. shit. Yeah. Then yeah. I'm like, I can do nothing but actually, so I can get a bit more elbow room. You know I mean? like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. like, I've got yeah. broad shoulders. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I actually had a tactic on uh, yeah. a flight recently. I think on flight to Australia yeah. Did last Did you like year. fall asleep on the other person? Well, the, I didn't want him to was, be there. Yeah. So, and there was lots of other spare seats. Yeah. I just did all of the most antisocial things I could think of yeah. that he didn't even make it till takeoff and he'd left. Yeah. Couple farts, couple burps. Couple, two, yeah. two farts. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like started, you, you know, you? talking loudly yeah, on the phone. <laughs> fucking like. Picking your nose uh, and eating it. Yeah, all of that. I went up to the toilet three times. Yeah. Just hadn't even taken off yet. Left the piss. What, did you piss day in your fucking trousers as well? Yes. Sick. Yeah, yeah. I pissed in his trousers. <laughs> it's his trousers. Everybody's right. trousers got yeah, excuse urine. Excuse me, borrow your underwear. Urine deposits. <laughs> excuse me, mate. Can't borrow your underwear. I'm in the middle seat. Can I, I can't it? wear mine. <laughs> Sorry, mine are a bit soggy. Do you know what word I like? Sodden. That's a good word. Sodden. Who says that? It's 2018. Yeah. Or 19. Don't know when the podcast is coming out. <laughs> Christmas time. Please write back to me. Remind me. Remind me. In your year. P.O. Box. <laughs> in your year. Are we still saying the word sodden? Who knows? Yes. Um, oh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad we all have consensus. I mean, the... the, the um, the Uber pool is a similar thing. And I think when I start chatting to someone at Uber pool, I get very self-conscious that I think that the third person is judging us for talking. You know what I mean? Last, well, under, last under the party for the day. I'm not going to waste all my good material on you guys. You're not, you don't deserve it. So people, my last one, this is for you guys. I already told you, man, under the party. Under the party. Yeah. Under the party, you already know. People that say what's happened to this country like in England, we didn't colonize the world, behead queens, have public flogging, have slaves. The entire history of racism, classism, and imperialism. When was it good? Under the patio. Under, Under the, the patio. patio. Straight away. <laughs> Under the... I think we can all agree yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. What's happened to this country? What's happened to this Under country? Under the patio. What has happened to... Who's... Matter of fact, under any sort of surface, dirt, sand, anything. Man. In the most the violent of death. Yeah. <laughs> alive. What's happened Buried alive. I love the way that everyone looks at me as if I'm some sort of fascist. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's... Not the same as it was. We used to be really English, yeah. you know what I mean? And nowadays, you know what I mean? It's all these foreigners and all that. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah. We used to be fish and chips. Now it's fish and fucking hummus, man. Yeah. I don't like it. What happened in this country? Do you, know, do you know this country was really good? Feudalism. That's when I liked yeah. it. You know, yeah. we were throwing the piss out the windows. <laughs> That's what I fucking loved. Ooh, it lovely stench of fucking piss, mate. Ooh. Delicious time that was, mm. mate. You know what I fucking loved it? When you had to ride a horse and cart and get potentially attacked to death by bandits <laughs> just to go get some go get some milk from the local cow that's when I liked it that was a really good time yeah. that was oh. what, happened? what happened to this country gone with the days what happened what those happened? are good times what happened those are, good, those are great times fantastic my times. granddad died for you to talk like that do you know that <laughs> my granddad died of the plague yeah because England was so dirty and filthy so that you could be here uh. Um, so there you go, under the patio. That was the end of that <laughs> section. That was my segment. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. Uh, we're going to go swiftly into section number two. Dos, as they say in England. Uh, a couple Nowadays. of days. <laughs> all right, so this one, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a working title. I like, it like changes, changes every episode. It's, uh, this, today it's going to be called uh, a uh, gallimophory uh, of swift fundamental questions for humanity. Okay, I'm going to ask you swift questions and you can tell me how you how you feel about them. Can you truly love someone whose favourite TV show is Two and a Half Men? Yeah. No, I don't think you can. Yeah. 
It's not that bad, is it? That's yeah. fucking awful. I mean, shit, I like friends, so someone could not love me over that. Look, I mean, it's, really like- it's very just average watching, isn't it? I'm not, you know, I, yeah. Probably. I mean, it depends. Yeah, probably, I could, yeah, I probably could. Depends who it is. got to love them in the good and the bad. That, and that is very bad, man. That means that, <laughs> that means that Charlie Sheen is their favorite about- actor. <laughs> you guys, on the, you guys are on my side, but okay. <laughs> All right, right, here we go. <laughs> Next one. Can you truly love someone as a, whose favorite restaurant is Pizza Express? Yeah, Pizza Express is all right. Come on. Yeah, I mean, if I love her, that means the cheapest dates all day, every day. Bro, Pizza Express is actually kind of all right for what it is, you know. Yeah. It's better than Pizza Hut. Oh, come on, but who's saying pizza? Who if she said Domino's, and I'd be like, babes, get some class. But, but also, yeah. you, there's no Domino's shops, like stores, storefronts. I don't know, in the ends, they've got a couple with a little... No, they don't want where you can sit, sit yeah, at a counter. There's a little two-seater where I can sit down. Yeah, you can sit yeah. in the front. Yeah, exactly, yeah. they got the one bench, you know. You yeah, so that is a free romantic. romantic. Oh, you know, okay. Well, okay. Pizza Express is all right, you know? Yeah, I thought that was, okay, actually, I thought are, that was high end. Yeah, high end for that, what that is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. No, I'm going to stay on this thing. I've got lots of, que- lots of them, but I'll stay on this thing. Can theme. you actually yeah. in, be in love with somebody in Pittsburgh? Yeah. No, but honestly, <laughs> can you? Color me surprised, man. I, I feel I've, maybe I've learned something today. It's like today. on a sort of Nando's level. I've learned it's like, something today. Right. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, learned, yeah. I, I feel like I've learned yeah. something today. Maybe maybe I won't judge people for that. Yeah. But i tell you what I might judge people for. Can you love someone whose favorite film of all time is one of the Transformers franchise? No, definitely can't because that means that they're super young. <laughs> no, no, come on. The first Transformers film came out in the early 2000s. No, the, fir- the first one was dope. Nah, they're all shit. The first man. one was no, sick, yeah, but yeah, I'm talking yeah, about franchise. One of the bro, I grew up on fucking no, see, 80s but that's Transformers. The thing. I missed yeah. uh, my older bro was like, he didn't yeah. dig it at all. He was like, nah, this nah, ain't nah, real shit. shit. But I missed that. That's the only reason why I enjoyed it. It's also because of the, the Transformers series, like, with the music was sick and, like, I don't know, it just didn't look like the tran- real Transformers. The whole thing was fucking shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a fan of superhero movies as well. Yeah. Right? What would you, got what, better recently. What would you rather watch? A Transformers sequel or Schindler's List 2? Schindler's List 2. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah no, just... With no, Transformers. Not, with Transformers. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> and Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah. Chuck Norris and yeah. David Hasselhoff. Oh, yeah, with Liam Neeson. Oh, great. Just let him say the, oh, any line from Taken and we're, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yogurt. Unacceptable to eat with your hands? <laughs> Unacceptable. Absolutely acceptable. I bathe in yogurt <laughs> okay, daily. <laughs> yeah. Don't even eat yogurt. I bathe in it. Uh, how many sneezes in succession until it's okay to not say bless you? <laughs> three and you're pushing it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three, I, I would agree. Two, I got one. you. Three is like, no, two, you better, you better yeah, bless three. yourself. Bruv, I got you for two. Three's gone. Yeah. Yeah, two, yeah. Uh, yeah, but three, no. Yeah, and then after that, I always feel bad because I've been a serial sneezer before, and I'm yeah. like, Look, I guys, try and hide the, the more yeah. it goes on the even more because I'm like, I feel like I'm pushing yeah. it. Do you feel like you move to another room? Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm pushing it. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. one second, I'm, what I'll come back. What about if there's multiple people sneezing? Is that the is the count separate? Or is it like one, two, well, then, yeah, three? Then you just orchestrate the shit. You? Yeah, like, I was gonna say, I feel like then I want to get out like my dictaphone and start yeah. making a beat out of it. So. <laughs> like, like somebody's uh, ill in the house. Fucking short, short, clap. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm into that. You know, yeah, that I'm was a rhythm. That, yeah, yeah. So just make a banger out of the, yeah. sne- the sneeze ensemble. Yeah. The yeah. ensemble. And they, and they get um. The what was her name? Uh, Luma D on it. Yo. <laughs> she has the time. She has the time. Yo, trust me. I even told the shit out of that track. <laughs> that was a fucking 
Banger. Um, Banger. You know, I don't want to rinse all of my good stuff on you guys. Yeah. You don't deserve What did she have? It. Like two, she had like two songs, really. One song. Yeah, one. Literally. But yeah. you know, Fabulous's entrance to that track was deep. Because I remember when I first watched the video, he had his hat low and then they did the whole track and then he popped up from nowhere. Wow. Was so he, was, he was camouflaged. Oh. Yeah, well, you know, he was hood camouflaged. He had baseball jacket. <laughs> Somebody was trying to tell me that she's big in Romania or somewhere. Is it? And I was like, you, he was just and I was Romania. just there. I didn't hear no, uh-oh. He was in Romania. But somebody was trying to Really? In, in it don't surprise me. Somebody though. It in wouldn't New surprise York me. From the Bronx was trying to tell me she's big. She's big. Romania. Was it Lumadine that was in Fat Fabulous's camouflage? Yeah. I heard Lumadine. Yeah. You might remember from such songs as Uh Oh, <laughs> is big in Romania. Why was she? Are you sure that wasn't Lumadine with uh, Grant Mitchell's accent? Yeah, I think I think Grant Mitchell was definitely involved. <laughs> Really Apparently Grant, so. Grant Mitchell's big in Romania too. Yeah, he is. I really massive. hope so, man. I really, really. <laughs> he's hope massive so. in most countries. He's very big. Ross Kemp is. <laughs> he's like seven foot tall. Yeah. Ross Kemp, what a hero! I would, hey, he's, he's, did you like that video? That I did. loved his video yeah. from England. Legend. It means so much. <laughs> Much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, currently we're in the we're in, the, we're in the, the grips of World Cup. Just to give you context of where we 1982. are when you're listening this in listen yeah. to this in 2020, whether in the word sodden is a word or not, yeah. it'll come back. It'll come back. They recycle I, hope so. I really hope so. Yeah. Sodden football's already come home a yep. few times this it year. Is. Yep. Yeah. We're recording this after the World Cup, and England have won. Yes, the World Shh. Cup. Shh. And, Don't uh, tell anyone. England have link. lost to the World Cup. <laughs> uh, we actually, you know what? Won. We're actually in, <laughs> we're actually in a version of Schrodinger's World Cup right now. Here's, a, here's another question. Here's another part, super guy. Here's another question from the Gallimaphoria of fundamental questions. No, you've used a few words. I'm gonna have to use the fucking dictionary on yes. the sly. Have a little look. I'm gonna say that, and he's just. I'm like, have a little look. Here's, here's a question <laughs> from the compendium. Today you go again. Of questions for humanity. It's your long words. Help me out. Here's a good myriad of questions for humanity. So let's. Uh, <laughs> okay, here's a recurring question I've been asking everyone. If you could eat one creature from a film or TV show, what would it be and how would you cook it? Usually I say it's the long dog from an ever ending story. Tinkerbell. One creature. Okay, Tinkerbell. I mean, definitely, with a, a definitely bit, mostly with a human. Yeah. <laughs> with, a, with a bit of all-purpose seasoning, I feel like Tinkerbell was. Would it, would it, <laughs> it, would it, it wouldn't really fill you up, if I'm honest. Like, no, it's, it's a, more a like a you know, more like an appetizer. An amuse bouche. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. Just open the palate. You know? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. A little flavor to the, to the nether realm. Yeah. Where, where was it? Never. Where would they go? Where oh, would Peter oh, Pan go? Neverland. Yeah. That's the shit. Nether realms like more combat. Nether realms. I'll take that it to my Netherlands. Oh yeah, she can go to the, my Oh Netherlands. yeah, they went to the Netherlands and that is where Amsterdam was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Paint the pantaloons. <laughs> Elliot Dubok, who do you have a choice? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm quite into seafood, so finding Nemo, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know what I mean? Season it up yeah. nicely. No, I feel like, yeah, on the grill, Nemo yeah, would have been. Grill. Nemo yeah. on the grill. Shit, you have Oscar too. What was the other one after? Oscar? Oscar, Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. You know what? I would, you know no, what? I think Oscar. that's a really good, put Oscar the Grouch on a spit roast. <laughs> like, a good 24 hours. Bro, you know what I mean? A good 24 hours cook, on a spit roast. Slow cook. Yeah. You'd have to take a long time, like, taking all the hairs off and all that stuff. Yeah. And then, like, you know, I quite like the idea of Big Bird sometimes. I think Big Bird would be <laughs> slow delicious. Yeah, rotisserie Big Bird. He Which looks like he's full of shit, bro. Yeah. I think it's all, it's all and shit. He's, he's fucking green or blue so or So you can make a good stew like, out of the feet. 
just got huge fucking feet, big bird, yeah, just like fucking yeah. getting yeah. them stewed up. Yeah, I'm not sure he's really a bird. He's got massive feet. He might be a bloke. I'm not sure he's big bloke. A, oh yeah. It's big bloke. Big bloke. Big bloke. <laughs> 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 bloke. Yeah. Oi, my favourite character in Sesame Street. It's big bloke. bloke. <laughs> big yellow bloke. <laughs> big yeah, yellow yeah, bloke. Yeah. He's yeah. fucking lovely, that guy. Yeah. Jug- yeah. And delicious. <laughs> <laughs> And fucking delicious. Um, all right, so I think that might be. I mean, I do have. I do have some others, but I, I just got Christmas Go for it, Christmas Go markets. For it. I mean, they're not actually that good. Christmas markets, like you know the ones they set up everywhere. You know, in fucking Belgium and fucking Germany Birmingham. and in in South Bank Birmingham. Christmas Mark Birmingham. They're Birmingham. not actually that. What do you actually buy from a Christmas market? Tinsel. A- no, Christmas you don't get. You things. go to pound shop to buy tinsel, and you go, you you go yeah, there. You're and you a think, hustler. No, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I like. You don't, but listen, you you go to you go to the Christmas market. You go, oh, this is going to be lovely. Let's go on a nice. Why are they always German out. as well? They're always German. You go. Well, let's go. Every, to anyone a, listening to this is going to think I'm anti-German. <laughs> I'm not really. I'm not. You speak German. Yeah, I do. And I was born in Germany. Weirdly, he's born in Germany, so you can't be anti-German. I'm not. Fact. Fact um, sorry, listen. So if you go to a Christmas market and you're like. Okay, let's have a lovely day out. Let's all go to even Winter Wonderland. Let's go there and have a lovely day out. And you go there and you get a fucking overpriced, like spiced wine or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. No, mold no, wine. I hear that, I hear that. that and then one. you go, I've just spent £30 on a, on a fucking mold wine. Yeah. And I have not left with your artisan uh, wooden birdhouse yeah. that you've tried to sell me. <laughs> And then I'm going home. Nothing is good about a Christmas market. Nah, it's a, just an opportunity to overcharge. I remember I went Winter Wonderland and the days of being broke as well. And it was like five pounds for a hot chocolate. Why I was like, you? we're going to have to share that shit or go buy some, <laughs> go buy some Ovaltine or some, some Horlicks from around. I mean, it gets very busy and shit. But I'm not going to lie. No, it's all right. Like, yeah, the feel of right. it. It's all right if you go there like yeah. once when you like, got, when every you got few money. years. But it's not really not. It's not it, like, no, it's, it's, it's more the feel the it, busy it, days are yeah, whack like. yeah. I tried the ice skating rink yeah. and it was busy and it was just a madness I think ice skating is another thing that I think is entirely pointless do you know what I like a bit of ice skating man <laughs> the fucked up thing is right so Dutch people love fucking ice skating I, I grew up in Holland part of my life right and they anytime there's even the smallest bit of ice they like people go on the ice and then there's like mm. all these like Stories on the news are like, yeah, people have died on the ice today and all this shit. <laughs> they love the ice that much. That they just... It, I fucking hate it, man. I fucking hate ice. It's so whack. Under ice the patio, sh- straight away. Straight under the patio, absolutely. Ice. With an ice skating. With an ice skate in the head. Yeah, just, like, that's it. Gouge ice, their yeah. eyes out. On that, one, on that one, I think I'd be buried under, under the, the ice. patio. I, I do like a quick... Sh- oh, fuck <laughs> off. Really? <laughs> You know what's even worse than ice skates though? What? Skeelers. Have you ever seen them? No, They're like no, no. the rollerblades that look like ice skates. <laughs> Bro, they're so... No. No, man. Skeelers. Yeah, I'm, I like the lowriders on, on low Venice riders. Beach. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck with that. I fucks with that. Camden on Sea. That's what Venice Beach is. Camden. <laughs> yeah. That Have you ever seen the guy that juggles yeah, that's the, what it is. the chainsaw and the stuffed dog? No, he's been there for like twenty years or something. He's, Great, yeah, he's there like certain days in a week. He like juggles a chainsaw and has like a yeah. The performance there, I'm like those guys. I've seen them guys who flip over like ten dudes, call people from the audience and shit. No. They gotta make a killing though. Yeah, I suppose so. They gotta make. They, I mean, sometimes there's at least, at least two hundred people cried around. They should do it outside the Eminem store, and they'll probably get a lot, <laughs> lot more of an audience. <laughs> uh, that's a perfect perfect opportunity to round up 
uh, episode three of season two of the Thanks for Trying podcast. Oh, is it done already? Thank you so much to my guests, you, Nick and Elliot. Thank you. Thank you so much to my guests, B Butcher and Nick. Big, big up to Brendan. And shout out to all of you for listening to episode three. Don't forget, drop me a review on iTunes. Tell me who you want to see on future episodes. And go online and listen to my last record, Under the Patio. It's out right now on Spotify and all of the fucking services that do streaming and downloading that you can imagine. You can even fathom. Go there, listen to it. I'll be back next week for episode four and more boozy madness. Big love. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.